Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Explorers, space pirates, and vagabonds. I don't, I, I just came up with that on the spot, Dave. I don't know if that's what we're going to say from now on, but maybe we will. What's up, our loyal vagabonds? Hello. <laughs> What's up, Welcome our space fairies? So you've got the vanguard, and we then do. you've got the vagabonds. The vagabonds. Are, that's like, you know, you've got like the, um, the re- army reserve that's kind of like. Ah, that's an actual part of the armed forces now the vagabonds this sounds like a star fact that we should have dropped like two years ago uh probably welcome back everybody to the starfield lorecast i actually got a message dave from uh, a fan of the show who was like hey you guys haven't done an episode recently are you still gonna do them and i was like oh yeah i was on vacation sorry sorry i was on vacation yeah absolutely we're gonna do some more so here we are again and we're less than a month away from launch which is super exciting and dave and i are back with some some really fun news we got some some of these like anime trailers which kind of came out of nowhere we're going to talk about those we've got and actually i think this is the biggest news so far i mean the anime trailers are cool official you know marketing cycle still going But some fans have figured out the locations and distances of every one of the stars in the game already before the game has even launched. And there's a website where you can actually move around and look at them. So we're going to kick off with that news because that sounds incredible. Can you imagine they they took the footage that showed up in the trailers where you can see the actual stars and kind of the 3D parallaxing of the stars as the screen pans in order to actually figure out where all these stars are and now you can go to a website and check it out what do you yeah, think about that's that Dave? Pretty insane like the the amount the amount of work that you could put into that um i don't know i i, I hesitate to call these people just excited fans i'm gonna call these people navigators navigators because like, yeah that's like and while I you're talking about this i'm gonna title. pull this up on the screen check this out so like that's the that's like one of the clips from one of the pieces of video that we've gotten where you can actually see some of the stars they're named and they're moving they took that footage and check this out and i know this isn't great for audio listeners so you'll have to go look at the video version of this up on the robots radio youtube channel but check this out you can actually pan around it starts at soul in the middle and then you can see a whole bunch of star systems all interconnected and their distances from each other in like a 3d representation which is super cool and Dave, are you noticing any of the names on here that look familiar? I know we've got Soul, we've got Alpha Centauri here in the middle, but then we have some other ones like uh, Wolf 359 or, uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, Ochui, Ochuchi? What is this one? Of I can't, 
see it clearly enough. Oh, it's interesting. It's interesting what like it seems like the ones that are closer have like a a name that's probably pulled from like what they're actually named right now. Um, And as far as like star systems, because like all of these stars have been discovered by. Um, people know that they have they have not been named after you. Don't get the fifty dollars gift certificate and get the star named after you. Unfortunately, that's um right, right. But um, these are like real, actual stars based off of like actual stars in our own sky. Uh, right. Gliese six sixty, um, and then some of them just have like HD with a number, and I wonder if that's going to be in the game that way because that's just a designation or if it actually has a name and we don't know the name yet. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff you can dig into here. If you go to uh, www, there'll be a link in the show notes, dot s9w.io slash starfield underscore navigator. Don't worry, I'll put it in the in the info. Uh, you can go check this out. Um, very, very cool stuff. Uh, clearly, people are excited about this game because they've been doing the work to build a star map. That's intense. Yeah, and, and like there's a lot of stuff that you can change, like jump range, which I think I think is kind of cool. So it's like you can kind of see like a, what a low jump range looks like, like what is actually close to each other. I'm curious, like how the navigation is going to work when it comes to grav drives in the game. Of like, is like a distance going to be a thing? Is it like, oh, we have like like in um some other like Star Wars or in Dune, it's like we have these like pre-navigated routes to do that so it's easier to do it on like a a, a route that we know as opposed to a route that we don't I, I i'm curious i'm curious what like distance between stars means yeah and how that actually plays out in the game but we're mm-hmm. only a few weeks away so i think we'll we'll find out more about that soon speaking of grab drives and stuff have you been paying attention this wasn't in our show notes have you been paying attention to both the whole uap space thing in front of congress uh Oh yeah, about the about the UFOs. Um, right. Yeah, I have. I That's have. really interesting that like Congress is actually taking that seriously. I think we're, we're still waiting to see what that actually means and if this is a legitimate thing. But then there's is also it, the discovery like the of idea, uh, su- the idea. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, well, uh, the idea of what that like. Uh, the idea of that coming along and saying we need to bring that in front of Congress is very interesting to me because like from a, from a logistical standpoint, if you are a commercial pilot flying a plane and you see this floating object that's out there in like a weird form and you're saying, I'm going to try to avoid that because I don't know what that is. It doesn't have any communication and you like veer the plane off course, you're going to get over the radio and people are going to be like, hey, why are you doing that? And if you turn around and say, hey, yeah, that's a UFO I'm trying to miss, so don't <laughs> right? worry. They're going to be like... <laughs> There's a but, physical object flying next to my craft that is moving in ways that doesn't match my understanding of physics. Right. And I'm a f- pilot. <laughs> like I understand right. very well how aircraft work. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, that, so making that more public, I think, is good. Yeah, uh, especially from these accounts, it seems like there's like plenty like commercial and like private airline pilots that are experiencing this constantly. And like, how do you write? Like, you can't write that up in a report. You know, you could yeah. never. They yeah. have to make up some like uh, it was a routine calculation jump, you know, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I have a theory about this. Uh, Bethesda now has a lot more marketing money now that they are owned by Microsoft. And this is all a marketing ploy to get people excited about a space game. Hey, they're near, they're near DC. You know, they've got the, (laughs) 
they've got the the closeness to it they probably they should probably sponsor the hearings can you sponsor a congressional hearing that's the question <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're microsoft I, I in all honesty i don't think so but it's a really funny coincidence that this is now coming to the forefront right before the biggest space game ever made like is launched right also right. superconductors uh a, a lab in south korea has seemingly according to what they have put out in the world that is yet to be confirmed by other labs created a room temperature at room temperature at room pressure superconducting material which is insane because we've had superconductors if you look this up for like 70 80 years but it takes near like you have to make them very 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 cold or at very high pressures so they don't work very efficiently but if you had a material that worked as a superconductor meaning had no resistance for electromagnetic energy running through it at room temperature at room pressure then that opens up a ton of things that you could possibly do like uh you know cell phones that barely use any power because they're not actually dissipating any heat or uh uh, rail cars that can ride on non-resistant rails across the country at very minimal amounts of, uh, you know, power. Uh, right. it, it opens yeah. up all sorts of crazy stuff, which ties into the UAP, UAP thing of this idea of like a grav drive would have to have some sort of superconductor component. And that ties back to Starfield with grav drives. All of this stuff is connected, Dave. It's a conspiracy. I mean, this is this is deep in my territory, you know, as the, as a cryptozoologist and uh, a, a conspiracy theorist for fun, uh, just for the laughs, folks, not for the craziness. Um, I, I'm 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 interested in in all of these advancements that have happened, um, including the aliens, superconductors. I'm curious what's next. Yeah, yep. you know, Yo Yo in chat says in threes. two other labs have uh, recreated it. I saw something about the other labs trying to do it, but maybe they've already recreated it. Maybe this is a legit thing. So, yeah, I think that maybe the third thing is Starfield. Me, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but speaking of Starfield, uh, that was a fun little tangent. And also go look that stuff up because super, super interesting, weird stuff. I'm generally very skeptical, but hey, if we can actually prove things with actual science and data, then let's do it. And let's I'm on board, you know, let's go for that. But speaking of Starfield, we have some new trailers that came out. There were three that have dropped in the last few weeks while I've been on vacation. Uh, the first one is uh, The Hand That Feeds. Now, this is a, a look at Neon City and some of the, I don't know, some of the underbelly, like, uh, criminal underbelly underworld plus corpo stuff it feels very cyberpunk to me dave yeah it's, it's very inspired by cyberpunk um uh, just to kind of give you an overview of what was in there just to refresh your memory it's a, essentially a duo of bros are overlooking the city of neon they partake in several different thievery based griffs uh the duo intercept a mugging gone wrong and one partner begins to attack the mugged employee of Ryujin, which is uh, what we talked about i believe last time we talked about um well a few times ago we talked about Ryujin and some of the different stuff uh, the partner of this thief actually stops them and saves the Ryujin employee, and then she is offered a job at Ryujin. So it seems like it seems like that there is going to be like Ryujin and probably that uh, uh, the chemical making company uh, Aurora that, mm -hmm. that makes that um, I forgot what the fresh sec or something like that it has something to do with fish that fishes for the um, the fish that have that Aurora drug within them. Uh, there's probably going to be some interesting quests involving them. Uh, the, 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 we're probably going to get tangled up in a little bit of their um, power plays and conspiracies. Very, very cyberpunk. 
Yeah, I'm wondering a few things. First of all, are we going to see the characters in the anime again? Are they characters that are like NPCs and things that we meet in the game? Which could be, because mm-hmm. this would be like a, a glimpse of something that you may get caught up in if you go there and follow those quest lines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, uh, the art style is very intentional. This isn't just anime in a like modern 2020s kind of way. This is anime in like, at least to my eyes, and I'm not an anime expert, in a like 1980s style somewhere between like heavy metal and Akira a little bit more like people don't have gigantic eyes. They look a little bit more uh, hand drawn and uh, their bodies are proportioned like people. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's it's even like like Max Fleischer, like the guy who did the original Superman animations. It, it, it feels like it has that kind of style as well, like American um, anime from like yeah an americana anime if you will <laughs> yeah yeah um, w- w- would be a good a good descriptor for it yeah, but it, it all three of these have that similar vibe uh, yeah it's th- the same th- style it's almost like kind of nostalgic when you watch them like there's like a sense of nostalgia that they're playing into or hope or or something like these are the these are the music videos that you're watching lo-fi hip-hop too like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think it plays into the whole NASA punk thing, the idea of people being excited. You know, uh, people are less excited about, oh, we sent another probe to Mars today than they were back in the 60s, 70s and 80s when we were, you know, launching stuff to the moon or or, you know, the uh, going up with the um, shuttle program, those kinds of things. So I I feel like this is kind of a callback to that time period in this style, but not necessarily the the details, like obviously the details of these anime uh, episodes are, are very much based on the games. These are actual game locations with actual people. Um, mm-hmm. So that one's very cyberpunk. But then we get this other one from Aquila City called Where Hope is Built. Yeah. So this one, a mechanic is trying to repair their ship and is looking for a replacement part. They pass through Co Plaza, which we had talked about before, and look at the statue there. There's a big statue in Co Plaza. We've seen it in this trailer but also in um, other trailers as well uh and then they remember what i'm thinking is the colonies war where there are, are these like giant mechs i would say that they're most like the um seminal film that you've never seen the avatar uh they're <laughs> okay. similar to those mechs not the airbender these are the blue people um similar to those mechs those kind of um Ridley Scott mechs that are you know you got the person in the center and they've got the giant arms and legs uh, they're shooting each other or, and shooting other enemies and bombs are flying. There's like explosions. Um, they kind of come out of that and then they intercept a bandit intimidating a farmer. The farmer offers to uh, pay, but the mechanic ends up finding the part they need on the junked up ship in there. Yeah. And kind of fight off the, the bandit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sign on the way into Aquila City also looks like it's pulled from the game. It says established in 2167 which I think was intentional for us seeing that date and then seeing the colony wars. And, and I, I think in the history, we're going to find out that a lot happened around 2167. Um, I think not only did like we've talked about Sam Co being one of the um, uh, kind of uh, NPCs that you can have as a partner in the game. That family has to be involved somewhat, not only in we've talked about Aquila City, but also the colony wars and just like standing beside that that plaza statue, which I'm assuming is like Samco's great great grandfather or something like that. Standing beside that statue and then remembering this stuff. I'm I'm just curious what 
what the i guess political front for aquila city will be based on its history but also based on oh samco is not in aquila city anymore he's over in new atlantis trying to help constellation so what does that mean about samco what right. does that mean about their family right know? yeah and i think we're gonna get a uh, brown coats from firefly kind of situation where these these people didn't win the conflict and they're still sore about it and that's going to be some motivation for some of the storyline, I think. Um, but we also get mechs in this, which raises the question. We are building ships. Are mechs going to be a thing? I, that's a great question. Um, I, we've never seen anything like that before, um, but they've had other like power armor is very much like a mech that you get in and fall out. That's been in their other games. Um, yeah. Now imagine just a power a suit of power armor that's like twice as big that you can stomp around in, shoot stuff, maybe even put it in the uh, like the cargo section of your ship, and kind right. of you know haul it out. They said no vehicles, so I would imagine that this isn't meant for like long distance travel. It it would be more of a thing like oh crap. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's a giant dinosaur-looking monster on this planet, and I need to kill it. I'm going to hop in the mech real quick and blow it up, you know, and then put it yeah. back on the ship, maybe. Yeah, that's not vehicular in nature, I would say. that. I mean, that's more of an extension of yourself and, like, a, a, an exo-frame of some sort. And that's what they looked like in the trailer, were kind of, like, exo-frames um, where, the, the, like, your body is still, like, pretty large on the mech. Like, it's not like a, a Gundam or a Pacific Rim style where you're like this little cog in the machine and you're down in the pits of this giant, yeah. you know, fight Godzilla, you get a blow up the town, you know, it's a little bit smaller on that scale. Right, right. But we, we did see somebody design on the, uh, the big Starfield uh, 45 minute Starfield direct thing. We did see a ship styled like a mech. And it looks very similar to the mechs in this. So I'm not saying that the ships are going, the mechs are going to be ship sized. What I'm saying is maybe that was a fun homage to smaller things. And hey, maybe I can make a big version of it as a ship, you know? Um, yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll get some mech technology and stomp around and blow some stuff up. And um, to, to my earlier point, I think we're, we're going to see a lot of storyline stuff about people who are still lamenting the war. And are still affected by the results of that kind of uh, in a very similar to like American Civil War kind of way, like the South remembers. Right. And there's going right. to be a lot of that kind of thing going on. Um, but then we get a new Atlantis video. This is this anime is called Supra et Ultra. How's this one go? Um, didn't take Latin, so wouldn't know anything about that. But um, a delivery driver exits the spaceship and arrives in New Atlantis. He dreams of joining the Vanguard and enters Mast, which is uh, the headquarters of Vanguard. He signs up and begins a life working underneath them. Uh, they flash forward, and with his earnings, he's able to have a suitable apartment and a ship of his own to explore the galaxy of Will. 
there is some interesting bits here because a redditor has kind of like put together images from trailers and also this character that shows up and it seems like this is the same character that is at the vanguard sign up post so model wise it seems like a very similar looking character at the vanguard post that signs up which kind of puts all of these in retrospect of like are these actually about people that will meet yeah 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 i was asking the question on the first one and if i I didn't realize that about this third one but that that -hmm. seems to confirm that these are characters that will be in the game right and maybe we're getting glimpses of their story before we actually meet them which is pretty cool um also i looked up supra et ultra it means above and beyond so this has that like signing up for the military gonna go above and beyond my duty in order to and in this video it seems like the military is very lucrative i mean it seems like that that and if it's latin then it's probably the motto for vanguard um oh above and beyond yeah. i would say would be the motto for vanguard and what they're doing um yeah and a tie back. a tie to latin makes you think roman it makes you think uh like maybe this is now more like an empire in a way or i mean brotherhood of steel ad victorium like yeah you know they they weren't always you know they're the heroes sometimes sometimes they're not sometimes they're we're gonna do some genocide for a little bit see you guys later it depends on who's in charge um right yeah so uh, but this seems to be uh, what we're kind of getting here are glimpses in some ways of different play styles ways that you could play role play the game like do you do you start out as like you know a street kid in cyberpunk terms and then work for the corpos is that or maybe this is a side path kind of like joining the thieves guild in skyrim or something like that right or do you decide to fight for aquila city and for the people who didn't win the colony wars and and you know make good on history that didn't go the way you wanted it to or do you sign up with New Atlantis and fight for what is effectively feels like the Empire at this point? But I'm sure we're getting a little bit more nuance about that. Um, uh, what do you think about all that? It's it's interesting they're setting up these three points. I feel like that most of our questing will kind of revolve around these, these three points. Um, probably... Sp- split up into a few different factions within these points when i think about other of like other fallout games like or um elder scrolls games like you are centered around kind of these these major gears that connect to smaller things so i think they're really focusing on like the city and vibe of these main quests and like tying probably constellation into three of these to send you there to to do something and then oh maybe oh i'm at neon so i'm going to go to ryujin and do my own thing over there you know and and that all still reconnects to each other so that the like that political landscape and that like that lore we're going to be talking about that um reinforces itself as you go over the game that's th- that's the way that i would picture it yeah yeah i think i think you're you're right about that um so this is exciting because uh, in when I think about other Fallout games like Fallout 4 or more recent Fallout games, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, even um, to a lesser extent, 76, uh, but Skyrim, you typically have like in Fallout 4, you've got I don't know how many places would you designate as main locations like a handful 
like Skyrim, you've got like Whiterun, you've got Solitude. Like there's a few cities that feel like major, major locations. Everyone four else cities feels feel smaller. Four or five, depending. Like you, yeah. Solitude, Markarth, Whiterun, Windhelm, and Riften are probably Yeah, they seem your, like your, your big cities, right? And then right. Uh, Fallout 4, you've got like Diamond City, but then you have the Institute, and then you have... And then Good Neighbor. Good um, Neighbor, your, your, your shelter, your own... Uh, setup that you have with right you know sanctuary sanctuary um so you've got this kind of that kind of stuff going on with these and this feels like it also kind of ties into that like these mm. are there's lots of lots of planets out there you can go visit lots of different places but there are certain places that are going to feel like hubs that you come back to a lot because there's a lot of people there there's a lot of quest lines there's a lot of stuff going on and this feels like just more evidence that th- at least these three are going to be three of the main hub locations that's what i'm kind of gathering right. from it i think you're right all right so we've got uh before we get to this last bit we've got another update from microsoft and how they're actually handling the uh the game itself for people uh but before we get to that we've got some new reviews that came in thank you thank you for taking the time to leave a review on apple podcasts if you do leave a five-star review we're going to read these out on future episodes of the show this one came in from uh packy knows best in the united states who writes from one space pirate to another while getting over a bout of space scurvy i listened to all your podcast episodes keep up the good work captains pirate pat patrick patterson of the 37th (laughs) That's great. I love when people have the same first name as last name. Like that's so Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny to me. Um so thank you for that one and then we have one from that was from the United States. We have one from Great Britain. This says Haza Moncrief, I think is the person who wrote this if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Best Starfield podcast out there. Love the presenters, great chemistry and clearly they've been waiting for this game for ages and their hype has been getting me hype for this game to the point that I might have to get myself an Xbox literally just to play Starfield. Can't wait for more episodes to come out. Yeah, it seems like it's probably time to get one. We all gotta take it under, get it, <laughs> get that Xbox. Fork out that money. You know, if this game is as uh, playable for as long as it seems like it will be, that will be an expense that you can spread out across like a decade of <laughs> just constantly going back to this game. So That's true. Yeah. So thank you for taking the time to to drop those. If you decide to leave another review, anybody else out there will read it out on a future episode of the show. Also, come join us on the Robots Radio Discord. It's a great place for you to talk to a bunch of other people about Starfield and a bunch of other games that we have shows about. So go check that out. There's a link in the show notes for that as well. All right, Dave, let's talk about the final part of our episode today. Starfield is now a play anywhere game. And this has a very specific meaning. Were you aware of Play Anywhere and the way that Microsoft does that? Yes. Um, I when I so I bought Sea of Thieves um, way back when and had it on PC. And um, I, my PC, my old one, was um, super terrible. And so I would run it on the lowest graphic settings possible, and it ran really well on like the garbage on uh, this potato quality and it was great um but then when i plugged in my xbox the first time i had a game on there and it was sea of thieves uh, i was yeah. like oh that's cool heck yeah let's do it heck yeah upgrade um 
Yeah, that's awesome. So the idea here is, and it, I've, I got the quote for everyone. So this is from the horse's mouth. If Microsoft is a horse, it says, when you buy an Xbox Play Anywhere digital game through the Xbox store or the Windows store, it's yours to play on Xbox and Windows 10 or 11 PC at no additional cost. To take advantage of Xbox Play Anywhere, you will need to have installed the Windows 10 Anniversary Edition update or later on your PC, as well as the latest update on your Xbox console. Then simply log into your Xbox Live Microsoft account and your Xbox Play Anywhere games will be available to download. On your Xbox, games will show as ready to install under My Games and Apps. On your Windows 10 or 11 PC, games will appear in My Library. Now, this seems really cool. Like. As a PC first kind of player myself, there's the option of getting it from Steam. But if I get it from the Microsoft store and install it on my updated PC, which most people have, then I can play it on here. I can also still play it on my Xbox if I want to play it in the other room. And on top of that, it didn't note it here in in these details. Everything can still save to the cloud and you can pick up from your same save game on the other console or pc like you can go back and forth which Mm. seems super convenient because you know maybe i want to play in the evening but my wife is watching i don't know the bachelor on tv or something and so i sit here and play at my desk and because you know maybe i want to stream it but maybe she goes to bed and i'm like yeah i just want to sit back on the couch so then just move over to the other room load it back up on the xbox good to go I really like the cloud gaming feature because I like don't I I don't have I don't game on the computer but I do game on my phone as well and so having that ability to say okay I'm gonna play it on on my Xbox and then take that upstairs and like play it on the phone and really it not getting that much difference for what I want and for what I need like the, to me there's like no difference other than do I have a good internet connection and good inputs but like it looks great a, a lot of those cl- like Xbox consistently has the best cloud gaming that I've played. Um, so yeah, so the, that's very impressed. one detail about the Play Anywhere is it doesn't necessarily include playing a game directly from the cloud, although you could stream it to your phone from your Xbox in your own home or wherever. But just mm-hmm. because it's Play Anywhere doesn't necessarily say that it's like a cloud gaming feature. But because it is on uh, the Xbox Game Pass, chances are that that will be a feature. So you'll still be able to do the, like you were saying, play from the cloud. I just wanted to make sure that the, there's a distinction between the Game Pass feature of cloud gaming and what Play Anywhere actually is defined as. So mm-hmm. just so nobody was confused about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's also an awesome way to play it, too, because, you know, yeah. you, got, you got your phone right exactly. there. Might as well just load it right up. Absolutely. So get it done. Get it done. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Go check out that galaxy map. It's pretty cool. And uh, check out the anime trailers as well. And let us know your thoughts on any of these things or if there's details that that we missed. Like maybe there's some little piece of detail in one of the trailers that you're like, oh, did you notice that this thing showed up for like two frames? And we'll be like, what? That sounds really cool. So Dave, got anything else you want to share before we head out? Uh, September begins probably a month or two of playing our um, special Starfield game on the Rad Rolls podcast. So if you like Starfield, you're probably listening to the show and you should probably listen to Rad Rolls when we get into playing some Starfield. Uh, We've started with our characters. We're actually recording some of it tonight. It's very exciting. Um, 
So if you like that, go over and uh, listen to some rad rolls and enjoy some Starfield roleplay goodness. I think you'd enjoy. Yeah, uh, your show actually came up on uh, the Fallout Lorecast this week because we had our patrons on talking about they, they wanted to revisit the idea of other locations that you would want to have Fallout games in. And uh, New Orleans came up and one of them was like, yeah, like on Rad Rolls. I love that. Sh- I love that show. And I was like, yeah, nice. that's, that's Dave. Yeah. And so I was I was like, yeah, man, you've been doing a adventure in New Orleans, which is an amazing setting for a Fallout game. I mean, between yeah. like New Orleans and New York, I think are probably on the top of my list of like would be really cool for a Fallout game. Um yeah, the um, it's it's fun to mess around with that kind of stuff, and and really tabletop is great to do that. But the the Starfield one, I think, is going to be set on just a ship, um, so it is like very um closed in because we don't know too much about the lore of the game. I don't want to go in and do that, and I'm not even running the session. I'm just being a player. Um, but but it's very focused around a single ship and some of the crew on that ship, and it should be it should be a, a good fun time. That sounds awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, go check that stuff out. I've got my other shows, of course. If you like Bethesda games, the Fallout Lorecast, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. If you're into the Lord of the Rings, I've got the Lord of the Rings Lorecast, Mass Effect, The Witcher, a bunch of stuff, and a bunch of other shows on the network. So robotsradio.net for links to all that stuff. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in again, Dave. This has been super fun as usual. We are just a few weeks away, so we'll only have a few more episodes before. Or the game comes out and then we can dig into actual game lore according to having played the game which is super exciting and Dave we're gonna have to figure this out because I don't know how spoilery we want to be for the first few weeks so maybe we'll want to focus mm. on some of like the early game stuff and maybe even some fun game mechanics and things that we've discovered while playing while giving people time to kind of get through the main storyline we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yeah I yeah. believe in us. I believe in the power that we that we can harness in that time. Mm. I believe in a what thing power called love. we're allowed to harness. All right. <laughs> Thanks for being here, everybody. Stay safe out there in that crazy galaxy. We'll see you next time. you enjoyed this show did you know that parodies are copyright protected tell a friend and review on itunes or other services dave and tom excited for starfield let's all speculate and wear no shoes hey why aren't we wearing any shoes because shoes rhymes with itunes and that's the best i could think of Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.